Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. It is officially the Christmas season, and for the next couple weeks here on the podcast, we are going to be diving into all things holiday. This is my favorite time of year, and I am so excited to share it with y'all. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. It is officially the Christmas season, you guys. And while we have been celebrating since the beginning of November in our household, it is now socially acceptable to be as Christmas crazy as we are in the Bartell household. But in this week's podcast, I wanted to share 10 of my favorite Christmas traditions. These are things that we do every single year. Some of these are a lot older than others. Some of them are a lot newer, but they are ones that I hold near and dear to my heart. And I'm so thankful that we repeat every single year. There are so many wonderful things you can do as a family during the Christmas season. And whatever that looks like for you, I just pray that it is something that enriches your household, something that reminds you to put your eyes on Jesus Christ during the season a little bit more and just something so special, things that make those wonderful memories that you'll look back on and be so thankful that you invested the time into cultivating these traditions of your own. So to kick off our Christmas traditions, shortly after Thanksgiving, we like to take a day trip up to San Antonio. We live in Corpus Christi, Texas, and it's just a little bit under a two hour drive for us to get up there. And so typically the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we will go to early church service and then immediately head out for San Antonio to go enjoy a day away. And one of the things we do while we're up in San Antonio every year during this time is visit the San Antonio Zoo for their Zoo Lights display. Zoo Lights is so much fun. It's something that every single member of our family enjoys, all the way from Jericho being a toddler to London being a preteen and Colton and I being adults. We all love zoo lights. There's so much more than just light displays and getting to see cute and fun animals at the zoo itself. There's all sorts of fun stuff. They have lots of good food, lots of fun activities, some fun crafts, and it's just, it's a great experience that we've really enjoyed over the years. Now, while I do enjoy a day at the zoo, by the time we get up there after church, after we've eaten lunch, we've spent time after dark to enjoy those lights, we will immediately jet over to Elf Acres. Elf Acres is in San Antonio as well, and it feels like we're there so late at night, but with the time change and how early it gets dark, thankfully we are not there too terribly late. Elf Acres is an amazing Christmas light display. It's a drive-through experience. And so after you've been walking at the zoo for several hours, it's welcomed. We really enjoy that. Typically, we will go grab a yummy holiday drink before when we are on our way from the zoo to Elf Acres itself, just to enjoy as we drive through. After we enjoy that one mile drive through the Christmas lights, enjoying all those fun animated displays and listening to our favorite Christmas music that they have on their own radio station at Elf Acres, we go and hang out in their little walkable area, which is called Santa's Village. They have huge trees, fun photo ops, and they have some of the best, best food. We, <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but there's something about enjoying deep fried Oreos as a family with hot cocos in hand. 
but that is one that we do to kick off this season. And that is probably our most elaborate tradition that we do. Other than that, everything else is pretty simple. Another tradition that we do, and I'm sure a lot of other families do, is making hot cocos and then going and driving around and looking at Christmas lights in your own community. Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend has some of the most insane Christmas light displays. Everything from a life-size interactive nativity to, I mean, just some crazy stuff. We have Candy Cane Lane. We have the Peppermint Lane downtown. The, we have the HEB tree. We have so many amazing community members that have gone above and beyond to create such a magical experience for the families around them. And so one way we do this is I will go and buy to-go coffee cups. I typically will just go buy the cutesy ones towards the end of the season. And we fill those up with hot cocoa so that we're not spending four or five dollars a pop. We make our hot cocos at home. We load up in the car and we drive around and we just enjoy. We listen to Christmas music. We sing along to Christmas music. It's wonderful. And down here in Corpus Christi, for us to get any kind of a weather change is kind of an anomaly. And typically during this time of year, we might get a little bit of cooler weather. And when I say cooler, I'm talking like 60s, okay? We don't really get too cold here, but we will unroll the windows. We will just enjoy a little bit more of a crisp atmosphere than what we might normally have with our tropical climate. And we do this one pretty frequently, probably about once or twice a week. It's just one of those things, once we've been at home all day long, we like to get out of the house. We like to go do something. And this is something that I feel like we are able to do without being met with tons of crowds of shoppers and holiday traffic. Yes, Candy Cane Lane and Corpus Christi can get kind of bumper to bumper. So we do plan that one a little bit more wisely, but that's just something we just jump in the car and enjoy. Another Christmas tradition that we love is watching Christmas movies, as I'm sure that holds true for so many families. But some of our favorites might not be your typical favorites. The one that we absolutely love to watch together is called The Man Who Invented Christmas. It's about the story of A Christmas Carol and the writings of Charles Dickens and how that all came to be. And it is such a good movie, you guys. We stumbled upon it years ago. And it has been one that we go back to every single year and watch. And every single year, we are just like, wow, they did so good with that movie. There are so many that we love that everyone else does. Of course, The Grinch, Elf. We aren't big Christmas story fans. I'm just going to say that unpopular opinion. Not really our thing. We enjoy Christmas with the Cranks, Deck the Halls, all of the fun claymation ones, but we try to make it a point at least five nights out of the week. I'm sure everybody is like, we all watch Christmas movies, Morgan, but that is one. If you know anything about our family, you know how much we love movies. We have a full popcorn cart and not to brag, but my popcorn is even better than movie theater popcorn. So we, we are very dedicated to the art of having the movie experience in our own home. Another Christmas tradition that we participate in is an advent calendar. And the way we do it is a little differently. We don't do your traditional advent calendar. We do more so an advent devotional. So I have purchased an advent devotional from the Daily Grace Co. to do with London and Jericho. And then I've purchased one for my own private Bible study. These are just ways to keep our heart and our mind focused on why we are actually celebrating the Christmas season. 
And I love the fact that that's something that we do. That's something that we have done for so many years now. And where, where that devotional comes from changes every year. It's mainly just where we can find a new one, one that looks good and one that we know that we are going to enjoy. And now I did purchase our Advent devotionals during the $5 sale that Daily Grace Co. has in the middle of summer. So these are their Advent devotionals from last year. But I mean, girl can't pass up a good deal. I just can't. And another Advent that we are adding in is the Advent Bible verse calendar that I have made available on bloomwildlylivesimply.com. Just got a corresponding Bible verse every single day that encourages you to get into the word. So we'll be doing that in the mornings as a family, um, mainly just me and the boys, but it's some way to just get our morning started so that we're not just sitting there looking forward to just watching a Christmas movie and letting the real reason for the season slip away. Another one, you guys, sending out Christmas cards. I know not everybody does this anymore. And I know I have several people in my life that still do it and are probably like, that's, that's not that rare to do anymore. But I feel like the art of sending a Christmas card to friends and family has slowly dwindled. And you don't have to spend an arm and a leg to make Christmas cards. We DIY'd ours this year. We just pulled out our camera and a tripod, pulled out some lights, and we just took pictures on self-timer. And then I just put them onto a fun template on Canva, had them printed with a coupon, I might add, from Walgreens. And I think we only spent, I think it was like $17 or $18 there. And then towards the end of the season last year, we had already purchased Christmas cards themselves whenever everything was like 70% off at Mardell. So we had all of that ready to go. So mainly our biggest expense was stamps. But we were able to turn around that DIY project for these Christmas cards in like 48 hours. I They were addressed and sent out before Thanksgiving even. So you don't have to spend an arm and a leg to send out Christmas cards. And it just makes people feel so special. I know for me personally, being able to open up my mailbox and get a sweet Christmas card from people that we love, people that have enriched our lives, just it brings sunshine to my day. It puts a smile on my face. And just to know that someone was thinking of you during this busy season, just it means the world. One tradition that we do is I make sure to sit down with each boy Albeit Jericho is very young, but we still started it with him last year. But I will use London as an example. We will sit down. We will go through all of our toys, every single drawer, every single bin, every single shelf. We'll go through clothes. We'll go through all that stuff, stuffed animals, and just see what has been gently used, what no longer fits, what we no longer play with what has found a permanent place on the shelf and that can typically be found by moving it and finding a dust ring around it and we donate those gently used items we do this one because we need to clear out space we have the only two grandsons and nephews on both sides of the family so to say that they are very blessed during the christmas season is an understatement and we live in a modest home we don't have a huge home with lots of space I love our home though, don't get me wrong, but we have to make sure that we aren't just accumulating stuff because once that happens, it just takes over your life. That tradition is something that we have found helps keep our perspective on giving. And I, I absolutely love the fact that as London goes through some of the toys that he has used over the last year, but maybe doesn't play with as often as he once did or his interests are changing. And he's like, you know what? Someone else will like this more than me. 
And when I say donate these items, I often will post them to our church member page, see if anybody wants them there. I will post them on my Facebook or my Instagram stories and offer them up there for about two or three days before we take them to a local resale store. Emphasis on local. We have so many good ones in our community that are doing some amazing work. And knowing that we can partner with them, even in just the smallest way by donating items for them to resell, to put back towards their mission, that you just, you can't get any better than that. Like that's how it should be. A Christmas tradition that's relatively new. I started doing this the year my mother passed away was purchase a new Fitz and Floyd piece. Growing up, my mother and my grandmother collected the most beautiful Fitz and Floyd Christmas pieces. And they have these beautiful dishes. They have beautiful salt and pepper shakers, just serving ware. just, oh, it's gorgeous. The craftsmanship is unmatched and they are a little bit pricier. But once my mother passed, my grandmother had been giving me pieces throughout the years, every Christmas. And so I had a pretty solid collection already started and meant the world because it was ones that I remember looking at and seeing when I was a little girl. So once my mother passed, I was like, you know what? I want to do this every year. I want to add a piece because it reminds me of very precious times, moments that I hold very dear to my heart. And so last year I bought a, a Santa tray that sits on our kitchen island. And this year I bought some new salt and pepper shakers that are beautiful. But yes, purchasing a new Fitz and Floyd piece might seem kind of shallow or vain, I guess you could say, kind of materialistic. But for me, it holds so much more value. It's one of those things that I hope later on in life to pass on those pieces to my boys and their families. And I hope that one day they can look back on it with the same fondness that I do. One Christmas tradition that might not seem like a Christmas tradition is I start praying about the goals for the upcoming year. Yes, we're in the middle of the Christmas season. Yes, there's so many other things that we could be focusing on and I'm not trying to jump the gun here, but getting God's perspective on where he wants us to go in the new year, I think is something that we have to yield to and we have to submit to so, so much. Because if not, we start to do things out of our own power, out of our own might. And sometimes y'all, we just have to admit that our good is often not as good as God's best. And so just laying down our expectations and sitting with him in prayer and getting his perspective on what he wants you to do what he has for you, whether this, some people I know in my life will pray for a new word going into the new year and the Lord will highlight a word to them. He will speak a, a word into their spirit. But for me, I'm like, Lord, just lay it all out. What do you want me to do? And this is a time of year that I find I'm able to do that a little bit more. And I don't know if it's just because it is the season that we're in of celebrating Christ's birth. And so it's just all around us or what? but it just feels very special. It feels like just one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord that you can't get anywhere else and you can't manufacture and getting his vision for something bigger than yourself is so cool guys. And then of course, Christmas Eve candlelight service. We cannot skip that. We do not miss that. Even in the years that we have been traveling to visit family that we are traveling on Christmas Eve, we will be watching it 
We will be listening to it in the car. Thank you, live feeds everywhere, for helping to keep church families connected during the holiday season while there is traveling involved. Christmas Eve candlelight service is such a beautiful way to gather with your brothers and sisters in Christ and celebrate Emmanuel, to celebrate that Jesus Christ came willingly, gave of himself, sacrificed himself for our sins. And it's one of those things, guys, it's such a beautiful and it's such a sober, but it's still such a joyful evening of celebration with fellow believers. So if you are not connected to a local church body, I encourage you guys to reach out to a friend who might be, reach out to a family member, look something up and get connected, go to a candlelight service get plugged in this Christmas season. Our church does so many fun things during the Christmas season. One of my favorites being our women's pajama party that we all get dressed up and enjoy fun Christmas games and gingerbread house contests, all that stuff I'm terrible at, by the way. But they're just get into community this Christmas season. Get into community, go to Christmas Eve candlelight service and just enjoy, just enjoy. And then the last Christmas tradition that we enjoy. And I will say this may be a little bit like an after Christmas tradition, more so like that week following Christmas. All the things that have been in the stores that you may have been eyeing or that may have popped that you're like, ooh, I would love to add that piece of decor. Oh gosh, I love those Christmas cards, but they're a little bit much. They're a little bit out of our budget. I will go shopping after Christmas for gift wrap, decor, Christmas cards, everything that I might have used up in the current Christmas season, I will go purchase whenever it is about 70, sometimes even 90% off you guys. I will go and purchase these things. We've done this with our bulb replacements for our Christmas lights at the end of the season. We will go purchase those and they're severely discounted. And so then when the next Christmas season comes around, I'm not having to jump out and run to stores being like, oh my gosh, I'm out of gift bags. Oh my gosh, I'm out of tissue paper. I have no more wrapping paper. I have no more this. We have already pre-purchased everything. And when I say we have pre-purchased everything way lower than we could ever budget for, I am not even kidding. I will go get the big rolls of wrapping paper, the high quality rolls of wrapping paper, and they are like a dollar or less. I will go stock up on all of those. And it is such a game changer when it's 1145, the week of Christmas, and you've still got gifts to wrap. And you're trying to do it quietly while the kids are in bed and you're like, I you don't have to worry about running out because you have it. And so that is when I think everybody who is trying to build a, a smart, frugal household that honors a budget ought to start implementing is instead of buying things during that current season, unless you absolutely have to, is choosing to wait and do so at the end of the season where you can really get the best bang for your buck that you can carry into the next year. There you have it. Those are the 10 Christmas traditions that we repeat every single year that I absolutely enjoy. And I would love to hear about your own Christmas traditions. So if you have some that I did not mention on here that you would love to share, please drop them in the comments. I love to read your comments and see what all you guys have to say. That is all I have for you guys this week. But before you go, I wanted to ask you guys a quick favor, a gift, if you will. Would you please consider leaving a review 
on this podcast, especially if you have enjoyed it, would you mind considering leaving a five-star review? It would mean so much to me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I want to invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.